listening to Podcast Dough, a podcast with no name and no agenda. Our goal is to promote open dialogue and talk about what's current and natural, not based off an agenda. My name is John Williams, along with my co-host Tyler Head, who I sit down with to have real conversations about real life and real events. Welcome to episode number one of the Podcast Dough. Hello audience, my name is Tyler Head. And I shop in the single person's frozen food section at Kroger. With me, I have John Williams. Introduce yourself. I I too shop in the single. I didn't know there was actually a section, but I shop at Target instead of Kroger. So. so John and I, before we began this endeavor that I hope goes on for, for many, many miles, we were deliberating, you know, what are we going to name this podcast? And we typed in five to ten different titles and they were all taken they don't have a name and and we still don't have a name so it brought up an issue that i have with society (laughs) why do we name an object whether it be an object or a person before it's proven its worth before it's proven a, a personality so like for instance the native americans their children would be born and they would be given a very simple name now, after like a coming of age experience, the man, the young man, would be named, you know, dances with wolves. That's a Kevin <laughs> Costner reference. But they would be given a name based on their personality, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, what they're like susceptible to. So, like in the same way, why should we have to name our podcast prematurely when we can just wait for the personality to like answer that for us? I'm so down with that. What what if we like maybe like what if literally the name of the podcast was the No Name Podcast or podcast unnamed or some something clever like what it what is like what like if you search for something that does not exist like what uh, what, what returns like, oh that? my goodness I think I have it what, like you, what? okay so you know when you're speaking whether it's through you know literature or you, verbiage you know you're thinking okay there is a word for this and it's on the tip of my tongue but i do not know what the word is what is the word that explains not knowing the word for something there is a word for that do you get what i'm saying i know there's i'm gonna look it up i have a, i have google we're not sponsored by google <laughs> i wish or i don't know i feel like Dude, I was literally just going to say, what if we just named it, there is definitely a podcast called Tip of the Tongue. I freaking hate people. Oh, here it is. I, I'm i going to butcher the pronunciation of this. A lacuna? Lexical gap? I, I think the first word I butchered was like the I lexical gap. Lexical gap. Accidental gap? No. Lexical. Okay, here's the whole point. See, we're getting lost. We're getting lost in our own argument. We shouldn't be concerned about a title right now. We're not concerned about a title. It's just like, you know, in sporting events, every sporting season, the first three games, everyone's concerned predicting, you know, this, you know, the Cleveland Browns are going to win the Super Bowl. Everyone says that every year. But do they? They don't. So let's just let this Cleveland Brown character just really 
show itself. Okay. And then we'll, we'll then we'll claim a title. So we'll how, a how title. far how, how far in are we going to go before we decide? Okay, we need a name. I have I have no idea. I think the name it's like this. It's a nickname that I believe cannot derive from you and I. I think it can. Mm-hmm. It's like that nickname in, in elementary school. Everyone said that you usually hate. Yeah, yeah. That you usually hate, but you eventually accept. And then when you get to college. They're like, hey, sponge bath, what's up, man? <laughs> sponge bath, okay. <laughs> but no, you get what I'm saying? It's like nicknames, they cannot be they cannot be originated by the person owning that nickname. So it's got to mm-hmm. be like, for John, you know, I call you Cornstalk. You're just so damn tall. Mm-hmm. I've never called you've, you. I would say you've never called me that. But if I did... Like, say we grew up together, third grade, I said cornstalk, because you're six feet tall in third grade. I actually, so I would always get called, like, I've gone through several nickname phases. I think in junior high, it was always John Legend, because he was a, yeah. he was really hot back then. Yeah. Uh, because a lot Never of third song graders, a, day a lot of elementary life. schoolers know what. Well, that was know in middle who school. John Legend well, that was in middle school, and it, and the nickname originated from. So you're, I guess you're it makes telling sense. me that your friends in middle school were listening to John Legend, and no, no, not no, 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 not no. like Jonas Brothers. Well, first of all, no, we did listen to Jonas Brothers. I don't even think they were out back then. You didn't listen to like Lil Wayne because me and my friends were listening to Jonas Brothers and Lil Wayne. Well. Also, if you let me finish, like, it was my music teacher ah. who's, so, like, I mean, obviously okay. he was There's older. The so, like, and it's, and you add the context and of him being a musical teacher. Okay. I guess it made sense because he made my nickname something yeah. related to music, even though yeah. I personally. So, if I was a music teacher and I know your first name is John, and then I'm like, okay, you remind me of John Legend, then your nickname becomes Legend. You know, that's what I'm thinking. And okay. then as you grow older, Netflix comes around and you watch How I Met Your Mother and then Barney's go-to phrase is legend, legend, wait for it, dairy. I'm not saying your nickname's legend, wait for it, dairy. I'm just saying it could possibly be legend. I'm down with calling you legend. Now, I'm not going to say I was bullied, but um, I had a huge head for the size of my body, you know, proportionally. And uh, I was called anything from watermelon baby um, to coconut head. That wasn't because of haircut; just had a huge head. I think what makes it worse is your last name is literally head. Yeah, my last name is literally head. So yeah, and then in middle school, people start getting like cunning. They they start getting like a, a sense of their surroundings, and then jokes. So they say, "Oh, hey Richard," I'm like, "Hey, don't you realize I have emotions?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anyway, so we're just gonna leave this puppy unnamed until. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let Let's leave the puppy. Um, let's leave the puppy unnamed until we have an audience that feels that there is a name for this, or until it just comes natural. Yeah, absolutely. Why force it? Why force it? Um, the best things in life are unexpected. One could argue. It's just a philosophy of mine. And uh, let's just roll with the punches. Uh, the first topic, to the first topic I have tonight is is this. And and John, I think I've actually brought. I mean, legend. <laughs> wait for it, Derry. I've actually brought this up with you, and you may or may not remember. I I have 
such a scheming mind that I think, okay, there's been innovative approaches to businesses, to models, to digital media, and people like, they've got things across the board, these nouns, person, places, or things. Why not combine two great nouns to create this super being? You know, like, think about it. Peanut butter and jelly comes together on a piece of bread. That's the greatest thing ever. All right? Um, football on Saturdays. When you think about Saturdays and fall, you think about football mm-hmm. and vice versa. Think about NASCAR. Think about Natty Light. <laughs> okay. Am I wrong? This is the next greatest thing. So I think what has failed has been the great idea of KFC and Taco Bell. I think it's failed. You know what's funny? I don't know why you say it there, but I've noticed that in the instance where there's a single structure where two restaurants share it, it's always a KFC and a Taco Bell. Yeah. Always. And, and I've never seen any other. Now, I'm about to, I'm telling you, I'm about to Chuck Norris your ass into the future. Jesus okay? Christ. Okay. Is holy. Dude. Jesus is holy. Or I'm going to finish every time he says that with <laughs> is holy. And you need to start doing that to your friends as well. But that these are my ideas. Number one, combine Chick-fil-A and Starbucks. What do you think about that? What's your take? Oh, absolutely not. I why? Think th- so this is why. I think as so is far it as... Sundays? It is a Sunday Sunday? Yeah, and, and it also like as far as like... like I think that would make sense. But also from like a high level, like branding perspective, because if you think about KFC and Taco Bell, like they really have no, there's like, no comp. Okay. I get what you're no, saying. There's no competition. Is that what no, you're no, going to no, say? No, no, no. But they have like no, like as far as the mass market is concerned, they are literally just Taco Bell and KFC, but Chick-fil-A, like Chick-fil-A is known as like the God of all restaurants. And then Starbucks sometimes is known. They're not a restaurant. They're not a restaurant. Okay, but I'm saying like as food establishments, okay. they're known as like literally like the highest of the highest, yeah. like as far as like yeah. moral regard to the general public. Starbucks, not no. so much. Oh no, I and think I, Starbucks I just think you image should is not great right now. Right now, yeah. But like they're as far as image, if there was a company that literally had the biggest roller coaster as far as brand image, it is literally Starbucks. Okay. It, and, and see, and I think KOC and Taco Bell work because they're literally neutral 100% of the time. And like, nobody ever really has that. any crazy, like, negative or positive. It's just yeah, yeah, Taco yeah. Bell and okay. KFC. Okay, but that's what I'm thinking about. I'm not concerned so much about... I mean, if you about, say, like, so Chick-fil-A your, and Whataburger, approach, you know? Your approach, no. And see, Chick-fil-A and Whataburger, that's like mixing fresh water with salt water. And you know yeah, where kind, I'm deriving yeah, that, yeah. that phrase from. But... What I'm getting at is, okay, you're thinking about images. You're thinking about the roller coaster. Well, that's the that, only way to work. That, that they have slight associations with moral compasses, political compasses. They do in a way, but I'm not concerned about the images. I'm concerned about Starbucks has wonderful coffee, whether you know it or not. And they have wonderful coffee because of one thing and one th- thing only. Their coffee is on steroids. And people across any age spectrum, sex spectrum, they love Starbucks. And now there there are the people that hate Starbucks, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is their their strengths 
um, make up the weaknesses of Chick-fil-A, and Chick-fil-A's strengths make up the weaknesses of Starbucks. So it's like Starbucks, they're really great at beverages, you know, that are caffeine-induced. Chick-fil-A is wonderful at food. Their coffee is okay. So why not combine the two? People, I'm telling you, and I'm this may tell you how much of a loser I am, but <laughs> every other morning, I'm going to Chick-fil-A, and I am getting a burrito. What is it? A chicken you get burrito? a burrito at yeah, Chick-fil-A. At Chick-fil-A, I do. You're thinking chicken biscuit. They have a really good, I think it's called, I think it's a number four. I think it's a number four. It's the burrito or the bowl. I get the number four. And then I'm mosing my way on literally 15, 20 feet down the street to a different building of Starbucks to get a drink. Is it at least on the same side of the street? It's on the same side okay. of the street. Okay. At least you got that going for Exactly. It. But it, it, you know, Chick Fil A actually doesn't have bad coffee. Now that we're talking about it. So their iced coffee is amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. It, no, and I've 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 heard people that love Chick Fil A's iced coffee. But what I'm saying is, why not combine the two? It would be a powerhouse. It would be a powerhouse. It would be like combining. Oh my gosh, America and England. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I I think like uh, revolutionary. I don't think as far as like corporate structure they need to touch at all i think they but do. now i holistically think they don't like they should never as far as a legal corporate structure okay. touch like the chick-fil-a but owner should there be a bond the chick-fil-a owner should never even be in the same state as okay. the starbucks owner why is it do you think it's I a different moral compass th- I, I think it's way too different but now that you've explained this to me do you see the potential? I, now that you've explained this to me, if I had the money and I was like, you know, I want to play around a little bit. I want to strategically, maybe not even necessarily in the same building, but if it was yeah. like a shopping center or something. Correct. Because I still don't think I need to touch. Um, do you mean cor- on the corporate level or do you mean physically? Because physically they need to touch. They need to make sweet love. They need to go on a first date, a second date. I think it should be like if I own a, if I own a mall or like a large retail center, I strategically will probably put those two together. We're not talking about malls. We're talking about highways. We're talking about right off the Well, interstate. no, that's what I'm saying. You like if I had in. a piece of property where I can put multiple build, like multiple like I would put them two together in it like on my on a personal level. Yeah. Like as Can me, I, I the have, person, I would say like I want to start these two businesses and put them together. So but from like Chick-fil-A headquarters, Starbucks headquarters, like I don't even want them to know. Okay, each other. so you're you are thinking all the way to Neptune. You're you're considering the whole universe. I'm considering just on here planet Earth. I'm thinking <laughs> how can we benefit the consumer? That's what I'm thinking about. You're thinking corporate, and I respect that. But what I'm thinking here is you combine two physical entities that are billion-dollar industries. Like, they're billion-dollar businesses. Like, you know, Starbucks is worldwide. Chick-fil-A is what? Just the U.S.? Are they worldwide? Do you know? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But I don't think Chick-fil-A is quite as profitable as Starbucks is now. I mean, Starbucks has been, a lot, been around for such a long time. But... I am. Thinking, I agree that they definitely. I'm thinking Katy Perry. They definitely complement each other, but I don't think we need to like have you know like a merger here. Like, yeah. yeah. I, but I think they definitely complement each other. And the point I want to make here is this: I call it the 
Chick-fil-A Starbucks theory. I just made it up. <laughs> okay. Chick-fil-A Starbucks theory is this. People flock to Chick-fil-A and Starbucks. Starbucks and Chick-fil-A do not flock to people. Their quality products are so wonderful that people will migrate 100 miles just to find them. I 100% agree with that. The, would, the flocking part. Yes. If, if Chick-fil-A and... Starbucks open up together as I don't care if it's corporate. I just want the physical being to be together. They sell the same, like, you know, their various products together under the same, like, business umbrella. I walk in, I don't care if it's in Russia, in Soviet Russia, the USSR from 1972. I'm gonna travel to Chick fil A and Starbucks just to get my chicken biscuit and vanilla grand or grande vanilla latte at the same time that's mm. not what i was drinking that was just hypothetical that's what i, was I drink i drink black coffee i'm you know, oh oh yeah i'm bad in there right so i put no sugar in my coffee i'm just kidding i just um, winked at john i drink a grande <laughs> van- vanilla latte um so this is my this is i still think on a on a corporate level they should not t- and let me tell you why because if they just happen like if you were just walking on the street and you're like oh there is a Chick Fil A right beside a Starbucks. Okay. This is what I want in my life. Perfectly fine. But I think once you start blending the two, you're gonna lose the outer twenty five percentiles. And let me tell you why I say this because I think there are so people, so many people who the are literally caught right up in the Chick Fil A model, like everything about it. Correct. And that particular person, I feel like, would yeah. despise Starbucks. And they're not exposed to Starbucks. And they, they are. choose not to be. And okay, they, like, they, they literally, like, on certain issues where Chick-fil-A and Starbucks on the opposite side, yeah. they would take Chick-fil-A in a heartbeat yeah. because yeah. they're engulfed in that culture. Well, and it, the same thing is for Starbucks. And I think if you combine the two, you literally will only get the people who overlap in the middle because you get the people who yeah. love Starbucks but hate Chick-fil-A and the people who yeah. hate Chick-fil-A and love Starbucks. But if it just happened to blend together, you know, like if some smart person who has the free capital me, could do I'm so. Me. Well, I don't have the capital, yeah, but I'm, I have the want to. I have the desire. I would I would risk the rest of my life. Speaking of risk, and you brought up kind of a risk, really, I think the risk is definitely worth the reward. I think you continue flexibility in a sense of you still have the separate entities, mm-hmm. but the ones that are combined, I bet they would be super successful. Like if you were the Chick-fil-A CEO, I don't know what your name is, but if it's Barbara, and if you're the <laughs> Starbucks CEO and you went to Oregon, you went to Oregon. I, I think, think so. Yeah, I went to Oregon. If you're listening right now, think about it. Consider it. Chew it over. Sleep on it. I just want to let you know they probably will listen at some point and they just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think both of them, I think they both would agree with me that they kind of serve not necessarily two different markets because everybody has to eat. Yeah. But if you look at like when you're when you're that big and you have to like put dollars into the market to like advertise and marketing, the first thing you do is look at like buyer personas. And I think at a core level, if you look at if like they wrote down the characteristics of the perfect Chick Fil A customer and the characteristics of the perfect Starbucks customer. If they were neighbors, they would literally call the police on each other every single day. You know, I feel like Drake would say the following, you're draining my energy, man. So No, but this is the thing. I'm so down with the idea if you personally I will get a PowerPoint presentation. And hopefully just send it to yourself because I think if you try to take it anywhere above 
I'm, I'm just, I tell you what, do I'm, it. You're do playing it the devil's thing. advocate. I'm not, I'm not playing the devil's advocate because I'm logical. I'm not playing the devil's advocate because I'm not even, I don't consider your side to be one that I could get behind. I think. Do you think it's valid though? I do you think, think that there having is them side by side would yield a certain amount of results that other people can't get with them individually. I just don't think it needs to be like a ironclad solid agreement between the two entities. On to the next power move. Yeah, I feel like we almost got into a fight just saying. No, that's okay. That's okay. The next power move, and this has been outdated. I have been scheming upon this power move since I was 16 years old. When I was 16 year, years old, I told my dad, I said, Mitchell, <laughs> last name Head, Mitchell Head, listen, I would like someone to combine Bass Pro Shops and Cracker Barrel. Think about it. And this is a, <laughs> this is, you know, this is a six-year-old idea. <sighs> Not that I was six years old. I was 16. You are killing me. Uh, these are power moves that someone, if someone was as such a dreamer, my head is in the clouds, but I need someone just as yourself, John, to bring reality upon me and say, okay. here are the logistics. Uh, this business you know what? is not going to work out. Every time you walk, this one is just absolute no. (laughs) No, this one (laughs) I can almost see because I again I go back to like show me what the like give me concrete information, concrete data, numbers. No, we know we know two things. I think Bass Pro Shop and Chick Fil A, or I mean Bass Pro Shop and Cracker Barrel is selective to what region? The South. The South, yes. And but I also think. You know, there are a lot of hunters that go to Bass Pro Shop, but I also could see them going to Cracker Barrel as well. But I think, I think there you have to, I don't, I just, I just don't, <laughs> that's so a tough one. I, does Dolly Parton own Bass Pro Shop? She owns Dolly World. It's in Tennessee. You should go there. We're not sponsored by Dolly World either. Or Tennessee. Or Tennessee. Not that state. Not Mississippi. We're sponsored by the state of Mississippi. Are we though? I think I'm sponsored by the state of Texas now. Yeah, that's right. TX. TX Whiskey. But no, I... Tejas. John Legendary. Wait for it. (laughs) You salute that John Legendary. What I'm saying is I think there's potential for greatness. Honestly, the fact that you see more hope in a Cracker Barrel and... The fact that you see more hope in a Cracker Barrel and Bass Pro Shops versus a Chick-fil-A and a Starbucks, I, I can't imagine why you would take that approach. I, I I don't accept your idea. I don't accept your opinion. I don't. I think it, there's a more feasible approach to a Starbucks and Chick-fil-A combination rather than a Cracker Barrel and Bass Pro Shop. I support both power moves. I just think... As far as the gray area between the two, Bass Pro Shop and Cracker Barrel, I think the gray area there is so wide that it it literally makes up a large part of the area. Chick-fil-A and Starbucks, the gray area is so small as it was just like a line, like a thin line between the middle. Which is why I think that one could survive. And I don't know if I just... And then also like as far as Bass Pro Shops, that's kind of an experience. Like if you want to buy something and you know what you want, you go to Academy. Like, you just order it off Amazon. You know, but you go to Bass Pro Shop, you're like, I literally want to take time out of my day to look around and see what yeah. they have. 
And Cracker so, Barrel is also an experience. Correct. And so you tie the two experiences together. Nobody goes to like Starbucks just to go to Starbucks to hang out for the experience. You literally go because you want call for or you're trying to find some place to get work done. Okay, so back to the Cracker Barrel. We're, we've moved on past Chick-fil-A and Starbucks. You Thank have, goodness. You've burnt that candle. <laughs> and one day when I'm a shareholder in that little duo move, I'm going to be making millions, and John, wait for it, legendary Williams is going to be just wishing you were a partner, okay? So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on from Chick-fil-A. We're going to move on from Starbucks. I love both of those corporations. Um, back to Cracker Barrel and Bass Pro Shop. I don't know if you know this. Bass Pro Shop just bought out Cabela's. So Cabela's has more of a region besides the south they expand um across the south but you know midwest i don't know how far they go west but i think they go north as well so they just bought out cabela's so why not and cracker barrel is literally uh, every 50 miles on every interstate you can find so i'm thinking it's a great idea and should i be getting my question to you is should i be getting paid for making these innovative you know you know when these are seeds that so as need you to be planted so the the situation that we previously spoke about that we moved on, so I'm not gonna name it. Yeah, I'm still not down See, though. I, I, yeah. But the way you describe, like, kind of your mythology behind pairing Cracker Barrel, Cracker Barrel with um, Bass Pro Shops, and at a like you know on the surface level, they have nothing to do with each other. But you know what that actually reminds me of, and it works extremely well now. Amazon and Whole Foods. What? Amazon? Yes, Amazon bought Whole Foods. Hey, John, I still have an iPhone five. I I barely know how to use Amazon. Okay, well, if you didn't know this, Amazon bought Whole Foods probably a year ago for a large amount of money. Okay. And I mean, you think like, what does Amazon have to do with Whole Foods? But I mean, it's who owns Amazon? Elon Jeff Bezos. Who's the Elon Musk? Elon Musk. He owns Tesla. Oh, Tesla! See, I didn't know. I thought I thought he owned Amazon, and I was thinking, no, he's got a weird last name too, Musk, he's, like a uh stench. Yeah, like mm, like Elon Musk. Let's not mention Tesla. We're not sponsored by Tesla. I like a Tesla. I support a 1984. Actually, you want us some funny? Ford. So now that we're talking about, so I think about like Cracker Barrel and. I think they're. I think it would work because they actually have pretty wide demographics. Okay, so, and I want you to elaborate upon that. But what I want to point out, and this is what made me think of the Bass Pro Shop Cracker Barrel. I think I was fifteen or sixteen years old, and of course, both of those places I loved. I loved going to Cracker Barrel with my grandparents. I loved going to Bass Pro Shop with my grandparents. So, <laughs> and every time you walk into a Cracker Barrel, there's that. Kind of you front can call, store. Call it the, the front store, yeah. the foyer, like the, whatever, like they sell whatever brands, you know, whether it's clothing or, or home products, mm-hmm. like appliances. I thought, man, what if Bass Pro Shop could downsize their huge thing? And not that they would have to, but just they would downsize it a little and then there would be a cracker barrel in the back. So like when you're waiting on a table, are you kidding me? Like as I go in as a customer, off-season of hunting season, and they say, hey, your your wait on Mother's Day is going to be an hour and a half. 
uh, can that weight be turned up to two hours? Because I want to spend two hours shopping around Bass Pro Shop. So, boom. So, interesting. Like, every time you talk, I literally only pick up, like, the middle piece of it. All right, dude. Um, but I think about, you know, they have that little front store area. That's genius. I don't think people acknowledge how genius that is. Because it's the exact same model as grocery stores. Yeah. They put the most popular items up front and the least popular items, or the most popular items in the back and the least popular items in the front. So that you have to pass pretty much everything yeah. to get to the most popular items. And I think Cracker Bell is the same way. They're like, we don't care if you want to walk through our t-shirt shop or not. If you want to eat at this restaurant, I think, you're going to walk now through. Now, I have a different... I do support the statement that you just made. I know you I do. That's why I said it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you, you're so humble, John. You're Very. so humble. Is that what your nickname was? Humble John? Yep. They actually, so my second nickname, uh, I think it was really around the same time, just among different crowds and friend groups. It was John the Baptist. John the Baptist. John the Baptist. Wow. Yet you're using Christ's name in vain. That's great. You baptize him <laughs> and then you take him in vain. That's great, John. Anyways, uh, back to Cracker Barrel. I think that it's more of a distraction because Cracker Barrel is a very popular restaurant. So... I've been to Cracker Barrel numerous occasions, but when you go on there at busy holidays, like Mother's Day, it's a very busy day for them. If you have to wait an hour, it's no big deal because you you're know, walking around. I'm, you're I actually, distracted. You want to know something very interesting? This Apple Watch, do you want to know why I bought it? Why did you buy it? I'm well, so intrigued. A couple reasons. So I actually had the first Apple Watch, and I was watching a sporting event that may or may not involve a team that is from a college that we went to. Um, and I kind of got a little bit excited and I flung my hand around and the screen actually came detached and it wasn't a big deal because I did some research and it was apparently it's not this, this screen is not screwed on. There's like a layer of adhesive adhesive under there and you literally just get a new layer is almost like a command strip and put it on. But it was also in the time where I was like moving from Mississippi to Texas, so I didn't really have time to do that. Um, and so when I got here, I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to, you know, buy another one. So I wanted to go to PF Chang's, and we get there, and they're like, "Oh, it's going to be a forty-five minute wait." That PF Chang's just happened to be attached to a mall. So oh, we'll walk around the mall. Of course, I wandered to the Apple Store because my personality is. One just to the Apple store whenever there's one nearby. And I just walk in and that was the first thing I was looking at because I slightly was thinking about getting one. And the guy walked up and was like, Hey, you know, what are you looking at anything? Can I help you? And I was like, Well, I was thinking about getting a new Apple Watch, had a couple questions, and I mean they were really simple questions. I kinda need to answer to you anyway. But long story short, I ended up buying one because I had to wait forty five minutes for a table at the real question is, did you eat eventually eat pf chain yeah literally i've never the eaten second that. oh my god i love it the second i pay for the apple watch we walk back towards the restaurant and we got a text on our table was ready that's impressive yeah i i'm insecure at malls wow. i know you think i know you think that i would love to stand and like be surrounded by thousands of strangers and just be a goofball i literally I see you so in insecure. The mall i know you think that i thrive in a mall I am so insecure at a mall. I, I feel like Why? I just 
it's like carrying around a valuable treasure box, treasure chest. In the mall? People are going to steal me. They're going to try to steal me. So, I'm like, you're saying, like, you go, me, saying like, you go to I a couple go to stores, malls. you go to a couple stores, and you buy things, and you, like, still walk, and you're like, oh, I wonder what the other stores have, and you just have bags of stuff. Just no, I'm not concerned about that. I don't care about the materials. I care about my, myself, the people I'm with, the ones I care about. What I'm saying is... You think you're going to get malls, robbed in the you, mall? No, it's not robbing. And I don't want to bring this up right now, but I think <laughs> you're susceptible to attack in a mall. I I think that's... Probably are because you're there's so much going on. But also, I think it's less likely that you get attacked in a mall because there's so many witnesses. I don't know. There's like I think I think it's counterintuitive. Like you're more likely to be susceptible and unaware, yeah, because there's so much going on, and you're probably there yeah. for a reason or there well, are people. And, and that's the one point I want to make is that okay. On one hand, I may get attacked at a mall, a huge mall with a Sears and a Dillard's, and. What else is in a mall? The food Macy's. court? I haven't been in a mall in forever. I haven't been in a mall since they, they locked down the mall because my parents thought they lost me. They locked <laughs> down. They closed the doors permanently shut to every entrance, every exit to a mall because they. I was 12 years old. I got lost in the mall. I don't know. I just told you that. I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> sorry, sorry to the people who got stuck in this mall because of you. <laughs> I wanna, um, you know what? Right now, I, I don't even remember the name of the mall, but I want to apologize to people back in, what, 2007 for getting the mall shut down in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. I am so sorry. That whole mall was shut down. I And I lost, you know what? On one hand, back to my point, one hand, there's a, there's a more likely chance you'll get attacked in a mall than you will be attacked in, finish my sentence, a Cracker Barrel combined with a Bass Pro Shop. Boom! I'm tell. Is it? I mean, look at Cracker Barrel and Bass Pro Shop. Not only do we have the products, we have the hunting accessories, we have the fishing accessories, we have the great food. Those pancakes, the Mama's pancakes platter. Everyone gets it, no matter what time of the day it is. It doesn't matter if it's six a.m., six p.m., twelve at midnight. I'm dreaming about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm craving it. My mouth is watering right now. Can we find a Cracker Barrel right now? Where's the closest we Cracker Barrel? We literally just ate dinner like an hour ago. I don't care. It's Cracker Barrel. And I'm going to steal. You know for a fact. Those little syrup bottles, <laughs> I'm going to steal Okay. It. Do you want to know something funny about the last time I went to Cracker Barrel? It was actually with um, our dear friend, JoJo. Hey, I know you're listening. Um, and Jeffrey, who had just got a new car. We literally went to Cracker Barrel. Oh, he needed a to, new car. To celebrate Jeffrey getting a new car. How dare you? This is an 81 Honda. That is what he drove. <laughs> but That's, I went there. The and I I actually am not. I'm not going to say I'm not fond of Cracker Barrel. It's just not high up on my list. So I don't. I probably don't go as often as you. I probably go like once every three to four years. If we're being completely wow. honest. Wow. Also, there's very circumstantial. Because... Where I grew up, the nearest Cracker Barrel was like two, three hours away. Yeah. And then when I went to college, there was one that was 30 minutes away, but I had already gone like 18 years of my life not even thinking about it. So like I didn't fantasize over like you did. But so we went and I I, I didn't really know what I wanted. Um, and, but I also wasn't hungry. So I was just kind of playing the field. You know, I was like, well, what should I get? What should I get? Um, and 
I said, I want to get the chicken tenderloin. Oh, man. Hey, hear me out. No, that's not even, no. Just wait till you hear the rest of the story. So, you know, we're chit-chatting, talking, and my food comes out. And I'm like, oh, these are good. I was like, these are just like, these are basically chicken tenders. And then, in that moment, it was almost like I had an out-of-body experience. Like, imagine a movie where, like, say, for instance, you're at dinner with me. Correct. And then you literally get so deep in thought that I am literally replaced with you. So, it literally looks like you looking back at yourself. This is... Giving, our, giving like, a reaction. This is an inception, John. No, it's not. But I literally said that to myself. And then it was like JoJo and Jeffrey were almost replaced by myself looking back at me like, are you an idiot? That chicken tenders and chicken tenderloins are the same thing. Oh, so you you had that epiphany that day. Literally, that day years old. I was 25 years so old. So 25 years old, you realize the intersection of tenderloins and tenders. Tenders. It's just words. Wow. It's like, words oh, we're going to be... Words have meaning. Yeah, it's like we're going to be hip. Instead of saying tenderloin, yeah. we'll just say tender. But I lost You've it. You've totally blown my mind right now. I lost it. Like, I, I lost so much respect for myself that day. And as you should have. And I was like, how did I not know this? I've been eating chicken tenderloins all my life. I actually, but for some reason, when I ordered it, what I thought she was going to bring out resembled a country fried steak. I don't know why. See, okay, when you go to Cracker Barrel, and I want to wrap up the Cracker Barrel Bass Pro Shop conversation. Again, CEOs that are out there, I know you're listening, please consider these options. Look, the seed has been planted. No, the seed is in the refrigerator. The seed is in my refrigerator. I'm going to patent that phrase. This is a phrase I created just a couple of weeks ago. Everyone has seeds in their refrigerator. Think about it. Consider what that means and get back to me. But anyways, point being, CEOs just realize that this is a golden opportunity to combine two entities that will eventually maybe even take over the world. Okay. Well, we definitely need to move on. Okay. So moving on, today I had the thought while driving over to Dallas from Fort Worth, John, just a little background information, John Williams, he lives in Dallas. I'm not going to give you an exact address. I don't want you to show up and egg his house or have a paintball gun or something and try to shoot his door down. Um, But I live in Fort Worth, so there's, what, 40 miles in between us. So I said, John, I'm going to drive over once I get off work and uh, come over to to Dallas. So while stuck in a little bit of traffic on 30, I I had that idea. It's like, okay, Captain Crunch. Okay, I thought of Captain Crunch. I was like, okay. Could I put that into a rap song, Captain Crunch? And elaborate <laughs> I'm sure it's probably in a rap song. Cap- Captain Crunch, but not the way I would spin it. And I said, oh my gosh, I just I just found out to myself, is like, cereal is pretty shallow. Cereal has that wonderful taste up front. You love drinking the milk afterwards. But where does it leave you an hour down the road? It leaves you hungry. Like, yeah. Because think about it. In middle school and high school, and there have been parts throughout college as well where you you eat cereal and you fully believe, wholeheartedly believe that cereal is a meal. Would you agree? Like a lot of people have that interpretation of what cereal is and should be. Mm -hmm. But this is the reality of the situation. Cereal 
shouldn't even be considered a snack. You know, snack. I've eaten snacks that carry on multiple hours, and I'll be like, I'll be fine till dinner. <laughs> but what? And and this is what you're thinking. You're like, okay, why is he bringing up cereal? Well, I am a philosopher. By I was heart. I was definitely at that point. I'm a philosopher by heart, so I'm reading between the lines, and I'm thinking, who is the Captain Crunch in my ser- in my life? Who's the Captain Crunch in my life? You know that fills me up for just a short amount of time, but they really. They're not that beneficial down the road. If you say my name, I'm literally putting you I'm out I'm not here. saying John Williams. <laughs> I I'm will not. literally put I'm you out saying, here. But what I want ourselves to weigh in, and, and for the audience as well, is, okay, Captain Crunch is what is being inputted, but what's being outputted? Is it worth it? So I'm saying, why Captain Crunch? Scramble your two or three eggs. Have some bacon. Have some grits. You know, do oatmeal, whatever you want. Have a meal that truly fills you up. In the same regard, have friends that truly fill you up. Mm. Input equals output. That's deep. I Getting mean, what so do you deep. think? No, I um, I actually read, I think, I want to say it was an Instagram post where it was talking about um, you should treat people the same way you would treat a bank account. Um, like, don't go to a particular person and constantly ask them for something or like, having them hear you out or do favors to you because there's so many all you're doing is withdrawing but you're not depositing anything and at some point that runs out and it's not so much as saying like that person's gonna like just cut you off and like I'm no longer your friend because you're taking so much from me but it becomes less impactful because for them it drains the relationship for them it's very one-sided, kind of like a leech. Yeah, it's a parasitic um, relationship. Yeah. It's a parasitic and versus a, what is it, a symbiotic? Sim- yeah, symbiotic. Um, and so, like, you should always approach your relationships as you approach your bank account, which, <laughs> maybe not my bank account right now, but yeah, like an ideal, oh in an ideal situation. I have no friends. You deposit way analogy. more than you withdraw. No, I... And I agree. And the reason I brought it up is because it, it was just. Is because you were like John really feels my son. You were driving here to see me. And you're like, yeah, he yeah. Me up. I, I, you know, and I don't think we have that parasitic relationship. But what I'm getting at is like, you know, it's all fun and games. Like I absolutely love Captain Crunch. And you talking? <laughs> I get Captain Crunch and berries. Captain Crunch berry. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Captain Crunch berries. Go to Walmart. I get the family pack. I eat it all by myself. And I pointed out the very beginning of the show, I shop in the single person's frozen food section at Kroger. I want you to elaborate on that because I, I, I think I now that you mentioned that, I don't, I don't know if it's actually a thing or not. But part it of me is, is believing. So, part of me is believing it's a thing. And I have, because I only find the stuff that I personally need on one aisle in the frozen food section because it's always like no, the is, pizza rolls and the. The, the At the intersection of University and Berry Street in Fort Worth, Texas, there is a Kroger. And they literally have a sign, an aisle that says single person or single it says single meals. My interpretation is single person <laughs> frozen food section. But that's what it is. You're okay. shopping for yourself and yourself only. Yeah. I have a vivid memory, uh, a vivid memory of shopping that day because before, just before because I take a right, just before, yes, my life is sad, but just before I took a right onto that aisle, I passed an, an elderly gentleman, and that term elderly is relative, he was probably, you know, 61, 62, 
and he was wearing a shirt. And you're going to think I'm going to get political here, but this is going to give you a twist and turn that will shock your life. He was wearing a shirt that said, Make America Great, Make America Horny Again. (laughs) (laughs) And Kroger, I almost broke that laughing. And, you know, of course I'm not going to shake his hand and, and, and applaud him for that. But I said... What cult was he in in the 1960s? And how do I join it? Make America horny again. Are you kidding me? That was, it blew my mind. And of course, I see that t-shirt and I take a right onto the single mills section and I'm like, oh my goodness, I just had a vision. That's me down the road if I stay single and I continue to shop on this aisle. I'm, you know what? I think the single meals aisle has been very beneficial to me. And I actually had this conversation with a coworker today unintentionally or we were kind of having a side conversation and then I kind of brought it because it made me realize that I have actually saved a decent amount of money recently because of the single meal section because I don't cook and it's I I, there's excuses for it I said I don't have time which I do and I had moved and I didn't have cooking utensils but I have them now and whatever um but I would literally eat out for lunch and dinner every single day. And I can't blame you. It is cheaper. And um, I was telling today, like, I didn't realize this, but I buy, like, three bags of pizza rolls, 40 count. That's for, not nutritional. For 10 bucks. That's not nutritional. It, can, you're the, the same person that, that probably thinks that Captain Crunch or... Can you let me finish my story? Because that's loops. beside the point. We're, that's not the case we're trying okay. to make today. But I was like, I bought it for 10 bucks. That literally covers me... I'm averaging like a dollar a meal. I, now, I know it's not like the best meal and it's not balanced, but it's also pizza rolls. So, like, nobody died from eating too many pizza rolls, okay? That's all I'm trying to say. Would you, would you be willing to put in five years of research just to prove that theory? I'm literally working on it right okay, now. Okay, so I'm you're going to back that theory on pizza I'm, rolls. I'm but literally you're not going to pack, you're not going to back Chick fil A and Starbucks. Are you kidding me? Well, that's. At this, at the current stage of my life, you're literally comparing like watermelons to grapes. At the current state of my life, I can't go out and buy a Chick Fil A and a Starbucks or or a Bass Pro Shop and a a whatever. What is the restaurant? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yeah, I'm gonna say Country Fried Steakhouse. See, you never ate there. But I could chicken chicken tenders. I could with my current lifestyle afford to buy pizza rolls oh you're just a pizza pizza rolls and waffle house guy oh i don't well waffle house especially waffle house is a special occasion waffle house <laughs> <laughs> like i just don't roll oh up in a waffle goodness. house because i feel I just, like it. waffle house i will tell you this much waffle house is how do i politely say they are almost no you don't have to politely be, say it because I, everybody understands this? the dynamics they are of waffle house I would rather like like if you're giving me a selection of food venues, and we're, I already we're know what you're about health, to say. I'm thinking I'm thinking like I would rather chew the gum off the bottom of my shoe than actually eat at Waffle House and enjoy. You kidding? You go to Waffle House with the people you love to have that awful experience. Am I was I about right? to say that I really think Waffle House is the backbone of America as far as restaurants who entertain you. Correct. Correct. You always learn something. Good. Like, I've never not gone to Wild House and saw two of the cooks, like, arguing about something. So, John, I, I know we're about to wrap this up, and I want to end on on this topic here. 
I was surfing through the dark interweb, and mm-hmm. I was on I was on the line. Like the actual the dark web, or no, just the I dark parts know. of the internet. Just for me, it's like for me, I consider, it's relative. Like I, you know, like Facebook is a dark web. Yeah, that's dark web to me. But for some reason, I came upon this website. <laughs> the name of the website, and look it up if you get the chance www.democraticunderground.com. So you're thinking, okay, they're, they've made, you know, they're, they have political ties and they're going to be discussing Hillary Clinton. Total opposite of that. This is www.democraticunderground.com. We're not sponsored by them, but when you look them up, they have religious affiliations to, they are so radical in a sense of, God is everything to them and they believe the whole world is going to hell. But I was, and I clicked on this somehow. I do, don't ask me somehow. how I got here. But I clicked on it. I scrolled down and something made me laugh terribly. And it said this. It said, it was an if-then statement. If you can name 10 beers, but not the 10 commandments, then you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Miller Lite, Coors Light, Freaky Deaky. That's a beer brewed in Dallas, actually. And I named off like 15 beers, and I think I may have named Seven Commandments. I hope mm. my mom and dad are not listening. My mom would be really dis- hope, I can name the Ten Commandments hope they're now. Listening. But at the time, I could, and now I, I think I was drinking Coors Light that night mm. when I was surfing. But what's your take on that? Can you name 10 beers? And I have a follow up question. I cannot, honestly. Can you name because the Ten Commandments? I also cannot. Um, I can I can probably name more commandments than I can name beers, primarily because I'm not a beer drinker. What are you? What, I'm like what a, do you drink? I don't know. Like I've danced around a little bit. You um, just danced around. I dance around with alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I dance around a little bit. And um, I think I'm at this Bradley. this intersection of my life where I'm, I think I'm like an old aristocrat. So I only wow. drink like like I'm I I like to consider myself a wine snob, but I don't know what perception is so. I don't know what good I don't know what good wine is, but I'm like I want it. <laughs> you know what? I would I think good wine is defined uh, by 19 crimes. Like the last 19 crimes is classy. Like the last bottle of wine I got was from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I want to wrap this up with one last question. If you were a beer, what would you be? Oh my goodness! I think you'd be um, a Smirnoff Ice. Oh. My God. <laughs> Just, you know what? I'm not even, honestly, I, I can't actually be mad at that because I feel like I literally exist to troll people. And, and like, Smirnoff Ice didn't originate that yeah. way. But over the last two years, Correct. that's li- like, literally only buy Smirnoff Ice to troll people. That's it. <laughs> and I, I can't even be mad at that. <laughs> I, I feel kind of oh disrespected, but I can't and be mad at it. As you should be. But, I, you know, I think I would be. My a go-to natty beer, light. My go-to beer is a, a Coors Light. I would. You'd be a freaking natty light. I, am, I would. No, I would. But not what's be a the natty other light. like extremely cheap one? That's like five cent for a can. What is it? O'Doul's. That's uh, like no, that's like no, that's like not alcoholic. But, so no, I would be, and I mentioned it earlier. I would be a freaky deaky brewed by Oak <laughs> Highlands. Oak Highlands Brewery here in Dallas, Texas. Look them up. If we're sponsored by anyone, we're sponsored by two people, two businesses. Oak Island's Brewery and City Bagel from Starkville Cafe. Would we not be? We would. Guaranteed. 
Freaky Deaky will my, be my beer. They have 11%, I believe it's 11% ABV. You drink one of those. For me, you drink half of one of those. And you are stuttering and tripping. So if I, so now that you, I put more thought into it because I still feel disrespected about Smirnoff Ice. Um, I would be some form of a hard cider. Mainly because they're extremely, <laughs> they're extremely deceiving. It's like you Just drink it and even, and it's like, it's almost like, like it literally describes, I think, how people perceive me initially. It's like, oh, like even, even if like, you know, even if I don't necessarily like him, it like, cause like the reason I got into drinking hard ciders was I, like I said, I wasn't into beer, but it was, it was almost like it wasn't a beer, but it still was a beer. But the thing about it is you have to do it in moderation because like it's not like, you know, you can go get a six pack of like yingling or Bud Light and, you know, just take it to the house. A six pack of hard cider will take you to the house. Correct. Um, because there's so much sugar in it. And it's yeah. so deceiving. You like, I see that. The, 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 I see that you the have thing, to, the thing that, I have to moderate the thing that really draws it. you to it the most is the thing that takes you down at the end of the night. <laughs> and I feel like they're literally describing <laughs> as a person. Speaking of taking down, <laughs> we were in front of my yard at 222 West Gillespie Street, Starkville, Mississippi. Oh, we were outside dang it. I know exactly what you're about to say. We had their tradition. Speaking of takedowns. But you know what's tradition. funny? I, we actually have been drinking the end. So, yeah, we had mimosas. We had day mimosas. Right after <sighs> We're great people. So we were outside <laughs> of my front yard. JoJo was there. Eddie. John was there. Myself. Who else? I want to say Jeff Hunter was there. and Jeff yeah, were Hunter there. and Jeff were there. And we're playing like three on three tackle football i think it was two-hand touch at first but it turned into tackle yeah it turned into tackle. john was playing i guess quarterback and he comes in for a sack somehow eddie gets the ball eddie's going around he takes eddie and slams him to the ground and it was such an onomatopoeia moment when eddie's head hit the ground and it was so loud it was so loud i thought eddie i killed eddie thud in the world i literally thought i, thought I killed he, eddie yeah i'm just glad he's still alive where does eddie live now new orleans, new orleans. or outside like right outside of new orleans shout out to you eddie white i'm i'm eddie i'm so, sorry i'm so glad you are still alive this is why you don't drink too many reds apple yeah and honestly eddie you should have you should have known better you should have worn a helmet <laughs> he should have known. That's my defense. Avoid CTE. We that's a whole another can of worms. Mm. Talk about the NFL, but it's not Sunday, so it's not next Sunday. Well, look, uh, ladies and germs, we really, <laughs> 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 ladies and germs, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we thoroughly enjoyed our, our first podcast. And we are titleish right now. Whoa! I don't mean title. Oh no! I can oh. get sued for that. Oh! I, I meant to say title less, but, but what it, it came out like title less. See, like we both had an aha moment, and you was like, "Oh crap!" I said title is. They're gonna sue me. I was like, "Oh crap!" Title less yeah, literally but, sounds like a good name. Yeah, but I have a bit of a lisp, so that I don't know if it's pronunciation or enunciation. Someone, please get back to me on the difference. Is there a podcast called the Titleless Podcast? I don't know. Look it up. But what I'm saying is, like, I have trouble saying the word title less. I say it. I said it correctly then. There's, but, like, if I'm in the moment. There's a, uh, it's literally called Titleless Podcast. That's, that's ridiculous. I freaking hate people. What is it? 2018, we act like podcasts have been going on for six years, which they have. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, this is fun. 
And uh, I'm so glad that I've, after I don't know how many years of saying I'm going to do the podcast. Yeah. And look, here's, I want to wrap this up. I want to conclude it right now. Everyone, every single person has seeds in their refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of planting Taking them, them out of the refrigerator. <laughs> well, yeah. I would just say. you have to take them out of the refrigerator. Thank you to Ben, my partner in this. Yeah. I've always wanted to do this. Thank you for forcing me to do it. I feel like this is literally my 26th birthday present. It is. Absolutely. From me to you. And uh, I, I wish us both the best. And I think uh, the future has many uh, bright opportunities to give us. So, anyways, uh, Godspeed to all out there. And follow us. And uh, we should be live every week. At least once a week. Maybe twice a week, depending on how it goes. Goodbyes are so awkward. I know. It's like, what, They're like, so awkward. Like, I feel like we should say bye, and then, like, what if we walk away and they follow us? Yeah. But they yeah, can't because it's podcast. What, what if they, like, walk the same direction as us? Yeah. What if they're the listening to the podcast while they're walking beside us? That would be insane. All right. Well, no, this is Inception. Yeah, That's this is Inception. Inception. We just rambling. All right. Thanks for listening, uh, and then tune into the next one.